and welcome to A Day in the Life podcast. I'm your host, Kim Eason. Over the past few weeks, I've had the opportunity to speak with some people and their carers to find out what they look for in a support worker. And today, I want to share these with you. The first things that came to mind when I asked people what they look for were someone who's a good listener, someone who is patient, someone who won't give up on me when I might be challenging, someone who is friendly and kind, someone I can look up to, someone who will spend time getting to know me, someone who is fun, someone who will keep me safe, someone who is flexible, someone who is respectful of me and my belongings and my home and my family, someone who is willing to share their knowledge and teach me new things, someone who is open to learning from their mistakes, and someone I can talk to when I'm worried or anxious. I've also asked people what they don't want in a support worker, and these are their answers. People who are rude, people who pay more attention to their phone than me, people who are only after easy money, people who don't really want to work in the sector, people who are impatient, people who would rather communicate with my parents instead of me, people who speak for me without giving me the option of saying what I want, People who gossip with other workers rather than spend time teaching me. People who tease me when I choose not to do something. And people who don't try to help me make new friends or try something new just because I say no once. When I think about each of these qualities, I always come back to the National Standards for Disability. I think that they're essential for every person working in the industry and apply to all disability service providers. So if you aren't familiar with them, let me summarise these for you. The first one is rights. The service promotes individual rights to freedom and expression, self-determination, decision-making and actively prevents abuse, harm, neglect and violence. The standard emphasises the importance of dignity and respect, freedom of expression, self-determination, choice and control, confidentiality and privacy, freedom from discrimination, exploitation, abuse, harm, neglect and violence, the roles of families, friends, carers and advocates in the safeguarding of rights, and the comprehensive systems to prevent or promptly respond to any breaches of rights. This all means that staff need to treat individuals with dignity and respect, as well as recognise and promote individual freedom of expression and support active decision-making and individual choice for individuals, families, friends and carers to make informed decisions and understand their rights and responsibilities. As a worker who provides support to people with disability, if you see any breaches of a person's right, it is your responsibility to report these through the appropriate reporting channels. The second standard is participation and inclusion. The service works with the individuals and families, friends and carers to promote opportunities for meaningful participation and active inclusion in society. The standard emphasises the importance of promoting a valued role for people with a disability in public and private life, connection to family, friends and chosen communities, economic and community participation and associated benefits to the individual and broader community, participation based on individuals' interests, identity, heritage, 
preference, goals and aspirations which may change over time, and the role of friends, family, carers, advocates and other organisations in promoting participation and inclusion. This all means that staff understand, respect and facilitate individual interests and preferences in relation to work, learning, social activities and community connection over time. The third standard is individual outcomes. Services and supports are assessed, planned, delivered and reviewed to build on individual strengths and enable individuals to reach their goals. The standard emphasises the importance of people with a disability leading and directing their supports with the support from family, friends, carers and advocates with consent. Also service planning, implementation and review being based on individual strengths, needs and life goals, collaboration and dialogue, responsiveness to diversity and minimal restrictive options, which means the staff work together with an individual with consent, their family, friends, carers or advocates to identify their strengths, needs and life goals and then delivers and regularly reviews services or supports against measurable life outcomes. The fourth standard is feedback and complaints. Regular feedback is sought and used to inform individual and organisation-wide service reviews and improvement. The standard emphasises the importance of clear and regular communication about how to provide feedback including how to make a complaint, the use of feedback and complaints to continuously drive service improvements, regular, proactive and inclusive feedback systems, effective complaints management and resolution, transparent dispute management, and access to independent information, support, advice and representation to ensure people are able to provide feedback or make a complaint which means a person has the right and freedom to give positive and negative feedback about all aspects of support and services and expect to see improvements as a result. They also have the right to independent advice and support to provide feedback or make a complaint when they need it and they should not be treated any differently for giving any positive or negative feedback. The fifth standard is service access. The service manager's access, commencement and leaving a service in a transparent, fair and equal and responsive way. The standard emphasises the importance of accessible information to respond to diversity of need, transparent and consistently applied service commencement and leaving service processes, information, provision and active referral when a service is not available, the valued partnership with other agencies and relevant community members to enable referral, and regular reviews to identify and respond to any potential barriers to access, which means a person has the right to access services based on fair and equal and transparent criteria and support for referral when a service is not available. And the sixth standard is service management. The service has effective and accountable management and leadership to maximise outcomes for individuals. The standard emphasises the importance of sound governance and management in all aspects of service planning, development and provision, has clear communication to staff, people with a disability and other stakeholders, has a continuous improvement and evidence-based practice, and a range of models for active participation of people with a disability and their family, 
friends, carers and advocates in planning, delivery and review at the individual, service and organisational levels and has compliance with workplace-related legislation and regulation including work health safety, human resource management and financial management, which means people have the right to services and supports that are effectively managed, reviewed regularly, accountable and contemporary and strengths and needs are effectively supported. I wish that all of these applied in workplaces too, but that's a topic for another time. But in this instance, when you're working with a person with a disability, please make sure that you are guided by the national standards and that you are always guided by the good attributes of a worker. Remember that people want good listeners. They want people who are patient, who are friendly, who are kind, who are going to be that role model or mentor, who spend time getting to know a person regardless of how challenging they may seem. Someone who's fun and flexible and someone who knows how to be respectful, whether it's within someone's home, whether it's in the community, whether it's at school, regardless of where it is or what you are doing or who you're working with. Please make sure that you're being respectful of the person that is in front of you. Please make sure that you're thinking about the characteristics you hold and that you value. Are they matching up with the person that you're supporting? Are you someone who is respectful and kind and patient and listens? Or are you just looking for a paycheck and has no real interest in working to improve the lives of people with a disability? Workers are paid to support people with a disability to do the most essential things for them and with them. The least you can do is ensure that you are doing everything that you can to be the best support worker they have. The next best thing that you can do is also role model those characteristics and behaviours for others to emulate. There is a quote by Dwight L. Moody that says, We are told to let our light shine. If it does, we won't need anybody to tell us it does. Lighthouses don't fire cannons to call to attention they're shining. They just shine. Be the lighthouse. Be a guide for people. Be that helping hand and shine. Don't forget that maybe you are the lighthouse in someone else's storm. That's all I have time for you this week, but tune in next week for another episode of Day in the Life podcast. If you like this episode, share it with your friends, and if you'd like to share your story or know someone who would, contact me on Instagram or Facebook at Day in the Life Podcast Disability. Also, if you have a topic that you would like me to cover, please send your messages through and we'll add them to the list. Have an amazing day, and I hope this helps you to help others build the life they choose.